0: offers and content. bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Use the code CLNS50 when you go to betonline.ag. Once again, betonline.ag, code CLNS50 to get you 50% off your initial deposit. All right. Deepest apologies for anybody who's waiting around for our game to start. We're experiencing some technical difficulties. Yeah. It's late. It's a school night. We're not going to hang too long, but the Celtics did play a game tonight and we vowed. We vowed to do a post-game show, and that's what we're going to do, damn it. Um, and the Celtics won. How about that?
1: Great game.
0: How about it that, will. Bobby Manning? I don't know if this is a great game. It's an interesting game in a couple different ways, um, which I think we'll obviously talk about uh, tonight. I want to you know, wait and see if we get some people to join the stream before we get going. Uh, we, we, we'll, we'll excuse uh, Jimmy Toscano and... Josue Pavone they just they just couldn't get it going tonight
1: it's a little too late we got a two o'clock on this road trip though on Super Bowl Sunday so they should be back for that I hear one of them will be back Friday but next two nights it's me and you here for these 10 o'clock
0: so we're here Bobby uh Bobby and I don't sleep so we're gonna hang out with you guys (laughs) Um, and talk a little basketball. Uh, Bobby, just give me, I I got some thoughts here, but give me your opening thoughts, just big picture on the game.
1: So what I loved about this game, while I call it a great game, even though you'll probably have some issues with that, is that not only did Jalen Brown turn around, what was going to be a lackluster 11-13 point game after brutal shooting struggles early in this one, to push that 10-0 run and score three buckets during that stretch and that closing vicious dunk, it ultimately wasn't the close of the Warriors, went on one more run after that. But effectively, you felt good about this being a done deal at 10 points when he slammed that down on our friend Juan Toscano's head. We're going to try to differentiate him from uh, someone on the show tonight. Yeah. <laughs> but also Kemba Walker, who went on a 1-9 stretch through the middle of this one, came in for closing time after not playing quite a bit of that second half. And work through his struggles too to get Brown going on a great offensive rebound and traffic. And hit a big three during that stretch to close the game as well. So yeah. it wasn't the best night for either one of them, but they worked through it. And I didn't think Brad Stevens had the best night either. I hated the starting lineup. I didn't like the rotations throughout much of it, but he finds Grant Williams some minutes, which I wanted to see yeah. tonight. And then so they close with him.
0: That's what I wanna my first thought is actually it was almost like a Stevens FU game, and I'll I'll explain why later. Um but let's get into Kemba a little bit because this started out to me as like the Kemba Walker is starting to find his rhythm game and he was hitting shots early and then he just went ice cold again. And it's just like, ah, so again, you're kind of stuck in that in between range with Kemba where in in the early going again, he looked quick again, you know, and he looked, you know, he had some juice, but that shot's got to fall and it was early and I even tweeted, and we were talking about it, like, okay, this is good. This is what you want to see. And then, like you said, just dead ice cold. And if 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 he's shooting such a low percentage, uh, it's just – it's not helping. So I'm glad he was able to kind of overcome it. But, again, these box scores, these lines, these six of 18s, um, you know – and, again, he acquitted himself fine on defense, drew one charge, possibly another. He was fine, but the, he's just got to – just more of these shots have to drop, especially the ones that are open. And he still, this wasn't an overly big team. He did still struggle every time he tried to get to the basket on him, uh, either throwing up something that was, please don't block this, you know, levels of creative that he just, it wasn't a high percentage look at the rim uh, or just, you know, or got blocked or just couldn't get there. So he's still struggling, um, you know, in tight. And this, this isn't a particularly large Golden State team, and they also lost somebody during the game. So that's still a bit of a concern for me with, with Kemba. You want to see one of those nights where he's just – it flows the whole game long. We still haven't really – I mean, not going to say we still haven't seen it, but we haven't seen peak Kemba anywhere close yet.
1: Nothing about his return has been linear. It started slow, then he got hot in that Couple games in the middle, for a little right. bit. Yeah. yeah, and then right back down. So it's – It's been inconsistent from him. That's effectively how you would draw it up. I was concerned, too, about the finishing. We talked about that last postseason during some of his worst stretches. He gets swallowed up inside by Biggs, and to see that happen against the likes of Kevon Looney and Juan Toscano when he moved to center and the help coming from the wings, not great. I mean, that's not exactly Bam Adebayo and Joel Embiid on the other side there protecting the rim. And it didn't feel like he got a bucket to go at the rim all game long. So – I was concerned about that aspect of his play, but the inefficiency, I'm not as much, because right now with Marcus Smart out, uh, Jalen Brown struggling on a night like tonight for much of this game, and the bench giving you effectively nothing in terms of scoring unless Grant can go off for a few threes as he did tonight, you got to get points where you can. And even if it's mo- not the most efficient points in the game, uh, to have a guy who can hit 20 points, whether it's six of 18 or nine of 18, you, you got to take it at this point and just grind out some victories. And even tonight, I think we'll have more than a handful of gripes with this game. To get a win here on this road trip period, especially against a Golden State team that went out of th- three out of four coming in, was playing pretty good defense uh, in recent weeks as well. It's great. I, I mean, this is a tough place to play, no matter what Warriors team you're running into and curry was every bit his mvp self tonight and he gave it a run right until the final moments so for kemba walker to be that counter effectively and play a few good possessions of defense down the stretch there against curry too especially that last one i know they were at four and it didn't matter all that much but he got the initial stop he kicked the rebound out and you know killed about eight seconds there and by the time curry shot it again the buzzer was sounding. So I liked his defense. I liked his uh activity on the boards, positioning, all of that kind of stuff down the stretch. Like so it Kemit does so many things beyond scoring to me, not at an elite level, but at a pretty high level. The pick and roll passing. Defensively, he's not great, but he's always in position to me. Like yeah. these things, these are things that make his presence a gift, even when he's not at himself scoring wise.
0: Yeah. And um it's again it's better to have Kemba than to not have Kemba uh there was a discussion during the game tonight and this is just what we're talking about um and yes uh Lean Lantern only two guys tonight we apologize we also apologize anybody in the stream wondering yeah I'm gonna delete that other stream so I just deleted we'll both. of them, right. why there was one in a waiting room that was our technical difficulties sorry guys about that um so the, the, the they made that point on the on the broadcast, Bobby. Um, and again, these national broadcasts just friggin' kill me. But um, I heard this
1: one wasn't bad tonight. It but wasn't I didn't as listen. bad.
0: It wasn't as bad. But it's still kind of like we know nothing about these teams, really. So we're gonna speak in generalities. But one thing you're talking <laughs> about, you know, they're just talking about big threes. And obviously, coming off the Brooklyn game, which anybody who watched it leading into the Celtics tonight, super impressive watching that team close down the stretch. It was just basically okay, which MVP candidate wants to take the shot and just put a dagger in another championship team's heart um, tonight, and that's what happened, and Kyrie was ridiculous. Durant only took 13 shots, which was interesting. It's always going to be a weird, you know, my ball, your ball sort of situation there, but when it works, like tonight, you know, you're always going to talk about, okay, who can compete with that? And everybody, the Clippers side, Paul George had comments after the game like, I mean – As far as individual players go, I just don't know what you're going to do with these three guys over here. So you start talking about superstars win leagues, and they're questioning, okay, well, the Celtics have two, but do they have three? And there was hesitation. Well, I I don't know about Kemba. I don't know if he's there yet. And that's the thing is, you know, if they're going to get to that next level, you need Kemba at a higher level or a better supporting cast around Tatum and Brown. We've talked about this all year, and I was the theme of our last game even in a loss. Tatum and Brown are here. They have arrived on the scene. this is a, And I think a lot of Celtics media picked up on this too. We've been talking about this the whole time, Bobby. They are championship ready now, these guys, okay? It's not two years from now. Now they're ready to go. If you had the right players around them, these two guys could get you there. But You want Kemba to be part of that little trio there as opposed to a supporting cast member. So why the reason we're hard on him is the expectation level is really high, not that he's not providing value.
1: Yeah, and it's that everlasting question of who's going to get more shots between him and Jalen Brown on any given night.
0: You did see Jalen
1: Brown playing off him a little bit in the early stretches of this one, trying to get going, trying to find himself in the offense. and. I don't think there's a division there per se or a divisiveness between those two on the offensive end of the floor that's disrupting things all that much. It's just both of them are guys who need to see their shot falling and getting some flow and rhythm. And if one guy, as you know, Kemba was early tonight, is getting a lot of those early looks and Brown can't get a few to go early on in these games, that's always gonna be a hard one to out and I still don't see the things from Kemba when it comes to off-ball movement, uh, getting open for catch and shoot looks. It's just not there. And it's I, not
0: there, but also it's really going to be hurt, Bobby, when you don't have your best playmaker. And w- they're without Smart here, and he's really the guy who's going to help distribute the ball there. There's really nobody else to do that right now. So that's and you be- saw
1: they they missed that throughout stretches of desperately.
0: De- a lot of lot of ISO. A lot of just give me the ball and, and and shoot. Not a lot of not a lot of working the ball around. Um, it was not a great. Um, wasn't not a great game as far, as far as that's concerned,
1: especially some of those Brown led bench units. Yeah. I've i I've seen those lag a little bit behind Tatum's led bench units. And obviously we love the Tatum led bench units this year. He's able to just carry those, uh, collective for stretches throughout these games, Brown, not as much. And you know, he's a great, great creator for himself off the dribble. When it comes to finding traffic and putting guys on his back and finding the corners and all that stuff, he's still not quite. That's where
0: Tatum is clearly uh, superior, and and I might even say in terms of uh, team defense too. I think with Tatum, Um, but the 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 playmaking is still absolutely an area where Tatum has an edge, and he's able to pass out of those double teams. He's still got to recognize a little bit quicker, but you're right; he's able to whip the ball around to the open shooter uh, when they're there. Uh, and that when when you spell you know Tatum for Brown in that unit it it, it suffers. You will get Pritchard back, which is going to be actually a huge help. Um, possibly tomorrow we can talk about that a little bit when we look ahead to tomorrow night. Um, that's that'll help because you're not going to watch Teague dribbling the ball off his off his knees anymore. Um, he didn't play horribly, but he's Jeff Teague. Um, you know he made a couple of shots, but he's he's not fun to watch out there. You know.
1: His success early was a product of the Warriors' pretty dreadful defense in the first quarter as well. This game looked like it was rocketing toward the 120s, 130s in that first quarter when neither team was getting stops. Curry went for seventeen. So many
0: easy buckets too. Celtics defense in that first quarter was awful. And again, you talk talk about that starting lineup, Bobby. It's again, you know, I know Smart is out. Brad went double big, and man, they just the closeouts were were non-existent. Uh, The amount of layups and two open threes for Curry. Uh, You saw the best part about that was Brad. Before he released the shot, Brad was three steps onto the court. Three steps onto the court, ready to call timeout. He was so mad about that one. Already, he was like, what are you guys doing? Uh, So Curry, again, they left him open a ton. uh, And uh, yeah, I just, that first quarter was terrible. And then the second quarter, uh, while Curry, again, was on the bench, uh, Golden State had uh, five points through seven minutes until Curry really came back in there. Um, Again, Celtics, I felt, had a couple of stretches where, if they were able to get better shots when they were it was one of those uneven games when they were getting stops they couldn't get the buckets to really distance themselves when they were scoring they weren't getting stops so it was always golden state was at arm's length even late when they went on that run they did everything possible to let to let the warriors back into the game
1: and the Warriors aren't that impressive of a team. they are a little—they're not.
0: Like, it's Curry, it's Curry, and then a whole bunch of blah.
1: So I, I get why people in the chat are saying this wasn't that impressive a win, even with some of the miscues late. I think that's probably contributing to that take. I just look at what the Celtics did here within themselves, regardless of the opponent. I think they did a good job finding lineups when it's not clear which direction they're going to go. Not at all. Uh, with with some of these guards missing, I thought we'd see a Carson. And a Tremont Waters even in this game, they didn't end up going in that direction. They were more. I big. thought you'd see
0: Carson for sure because Bobby. One time, I mean, there was a stretch, a long stretch, where the unit was Javante, Semi, uh, you know, uh, 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 Rob. Teague, yeah, Teague, those kind of Teague and Tatum, and I'm thinking, I'm thinking, like if I'm Kerr right now, I just put four guys on Tatum, and I would let the other guys have whatever they want. <laughs> I, I was, and that lasted forever. And I was like, who do you think is going to shoot here? You know, there's just there was nobody on that. Auto. I remember that the one. They're like, they would just hold it, and like, can I get rid of this ball now? Nobody was going to shoot there.
1: There was some. Um dead stop lineups throughout this one and you start to see the thin nature of this team when some of the guards start getting taken out of the fold and they are so fortunate the is going to be coming back for the back end of this road trip at the very least it looks I yeah. don't think they need them tomorrow uh, to beat the Kings the Kings have the worst defense in the NBA by a mile we'll get to them uh, but overall I feel like they put together some good units tonight and we'll give Grant a little bit of
0: credit. So uh, that's where I want to get to and I'm going to put up a comment from Julian, one of our one of our faithfuls uh here. This rob was bad tonight. So Rob was bad but in very limited minutes. And so this was what was crazy to me, okay? Uh last game, we basically Grant was a DNPCD he kept sliding further down the, the depth chart, and it looked like he was gone. <laughs> Can we do a collective a call? apology? Ken. No, but it's it's hilarious, right? It looked like Grant was gone out of the rotation, and we had all decided, based off of what Brad had been doing the last few games. You know, two out of the three games prior were Tristan season low, Tristan Thompson season low in minutes, and it was it was decreed by all. Rob Williams has arrived. It is not, he should play ahead of Thompson. He should play more minutes than Thompson. So, what does Brad do? Boom, double big lineup. And you,
1: you asked me, John, you're like, what does Grant do
0: well? The three. I You look at the Yes. <laughs> Even the announcers were saying it. They were struggling. They're like, what? They, they actually, again, during the broadcast, like, what does he do well? And they're like, oh, a little bit of everything. You know, he's the classic, you know, jack of all trades, master of none so, sort of player.
1: When I saw Tristan struggling in those opening minutes and Tice wasn't at his best either in the opening stretches of this one. And then Rob started getting turned around big time by Curry and following and all the rest. Again, I see the comments coming through. I didn't think he was terrible, but you saw the signs that this wasn't gonna be Rob's matchup. He was gonna be jumping
0: into uh, shooters yes. and that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think Brad made guys a good was read. Doing there. Any better on defense? That was my thing. So there were so many layups. I thought Rob would at least challenge that or deter it a little bit. Well, Tice
1: uh, did a good job with that in the second. But a it was against
0: that bench unit though. It that was, was exactly. Thing. But they were getting a lot of easy looks. Oubre had a bunch of dunks on cuts. Curry was getting to the basket whenever he wanted. And again, the threat of the three is always going to cause you to overplay there so Curry can get to the basket more often. But when you have Rob Williams there versus someone else, a bit more of a deterrent, I actually thought. I thought I thought this game suited Rob, especially there was no big to really muscle him down, down low either. I, this seemed like a Rob Williams game to me. So I, again, what happens? Tristan Thompson has... His most efficient game, clearly, he came out shooting uh, for him. Five field goal attempts is a lot. 13 points. He looked okay. One thing I'll never figure out about him, what hand does he like to shoot with? You know,
1: Wasn't that a thing his rookie year?
0: It is. It's so weird. He really is in that Ben Simmons world. He shoots free throws right-handed, but he looks like he favors the left when he's in close.
1: So he uses the right, right, at this point?
0: Well, the right, he shoots free throws with his right, but it seems like almost every single thing in and around the basket is with his left hand.
1: I want to say I don't have the page in front of me, but that was a thing when he was a rookie. I believe he came into the league as a lefty and then switched. And if you look at his basketball reference page, if you want to pull it up, I don't have it in front of me. I think it has left crossed out and right yeah. written. So yeah. he, he had that Simmons situation before Simmons. He, he shoots
0: with neither hand. He was good offensively. Tonight. Looks, I mean, yeah, it's like he's joke, you know. Uh uh, there's a commenter here joking about it. he shoots with neither hand. I was gonna <laughs> say, like, he's he's not ambidextrous, he's a dextrous, you know.
1: <laughs> hey, give him credit for the buckets tonight. What was it? 13 but, points. We, we were
0: saying game. if you're gonna get the offensive rebounds, you gotta get those putbacks, you know. And so, and if he gets it in close or it gets dropped off to him, great. Um, Tristan's in our comments. <laughs> it's okay will never buddy. get old <laughs> yeah. it's okay
1: but i like that one too
0: yeah it was um i've seen worse form than, than thompson's actually um that's it, his game though I, I, he i'm not, not apology camming tristan thompson it's just interesting that brad went this route because I, I it didn't seem like the matchup for him but he played a, a good game and then uh, after that you had uh the grant williams game a DNP versus the Lakers, twenty-seven minutes tonight. Again, fifteen points, hits all of his threes. What
1: I, does that I tell us, there's no, there's not going to be a center breaking out on this team. It's it's by committee. It's just like last year, especially if Tristan keeps playing like. I don't this.
0: think Grant is playing because they need center minutes. I think Grant is playing because they lack wing depth.
1: That's true
0: tonight. Although
1: I think Grant could have played center and had. And you in lack, this yeah. Game. Yeah, I, I actually thought
0: the the that's the direction is, again, you go. bring in the wings, you, you bring in guys like Javante and or Semi. You're it's more defensive minded lineup. I know Semi can stretch the floor and shoot the three, but they are limited in what they can do offensively. Grant theoretically has more offensive tools, even though he's not exceptional at any yeah, of them. You're right, but he has more things he could he can do. And so at his best, he gives you more options. The problem is you don't see it enough.
1: I, I love this matchup for him. I know you said this was a Rob one, but you look at how small Golden State went in this one. I believe this is the kind of game where they would have had him at center last year. And again, they're they're completely positionless. So you pretty much have two bigs on the floor. It doesn't really matter which one you call the center. In fact, when they got into the zone looks down the stretch there, Grant was rotating into the middle and protecting the rim a little bit. He had that big block down the stretch, and I uh, got out for a block on Curry as well. So he was contributing defensively in this one. Had a bad foul on Curry late. Uh, but in a matchup like this, where all of a sudden Juan Toscano is playing minutes for Golden State at center. You can put Grant out there and have him defend any position and not be overpowered by bigger guys inside. Kevon Looney was not getting it done in this one, and once he got taken out of the fold, James Wiseman injured in this one, obviously, this was the perfect game for Grant to not only find a shot offensively and navigate into the post and do the different things he wants to do on offense, a nice putback off Tyson's miss as well he's able to impact the game defensively. It's like college all over again, shorter guys, skinnier guys. He can play the middle post up even a little bit. He, you've called them the four a guys like that. He yeah. is just yeah. slammed between like being a great college player. And he really was like, he was one of the best big men in the country at Tennessee. A lot of
0: four a players.
1: And now like when, when the game gets big yeah. and the skilled big men and this powerful big men coming at him inside, It takes him out of the game, and we know he's not fast enough for the wing. We know he's not able to stay with the guards and all that kind of stuff. So he's just always right on the edge of being effective and not. But you said it. All the skills there, he knows what he wants to do offensively, his shot, I mean, if we're looking at the sample size no, no, now, no.
0: there is no Grant apology cam, guys. <laughs> no,
1: but I think I don't think it's apology cam, but I think it's worthy of considering that there can be games where he is effective. It,
0: we said this early in the year too, because there is no. Obvious rotation, it's going to be matchup dependent, flow dependent, and oftentimes just playing hot hands or benching cold hands for whatever, if if (laughs) that's an expression, you know. So you try something out, you see, like, I don't like this tonight. This guy doesn't have it. This matchup's not great, and you kind of tweak it on the fly. You have those games where Javante comes out of nowhere with 20 minutes, and it was like, okay feels like that's what the game needed. I actually think, you know, it's hard to criticize Brad for rotations because I do think he's figuring it out on the fly every game without yeah. he, he has an idea, but he looks out there and says, this isn't working. And he's gotta kind of he's really gotta really gotta feel what the game needs. Uh and and it is different every single night because you don't between those guys, you you really can see any combination of minutes on any given night and not be super shocked by it. I think that hurts. And the problem easy. is that's what the the reason it's going to be criticism, Bobby. Is every single time it happens, and these guys perform to their level, which is admittedly not a super high level. It's easy to criticize them and say, "Why did?" It's almost like bad relief pitchers, you know. You, you, you pull your starter out of the game. You bring some guy out of the pen who normally works a sixth or seventh inning. He's not your closer. He's not your setup guy. He's not a late inning protect the lead guy. And those guys get knocked around all the time. And it's like, why didn't you bring this guy? There is no this guy. They're all those middle reliever types, you know? They're yeah. all uh, okay. And when they perform poorly, which happens because they're not great, you're always going to say, why didn't you play the other guy? When the other guy might not have performed any better either. So... They're all they're in a tough spot. I think so is Brad too. So I am a little I'm sympathetic. Uh, and he has he easy. has
1: he has to do it. It hurts the team. It's evident. It hurt them on Wednesday against the Spurs. Going too deep and throwing too many mixes and matches out there when guys aren't able to find a rhythm. But when you hit walls like they often do with Teague and sometimes with the big men as they did early in this game. Yeah, I think that's deserved. Fifty-four <laughs> points tonight. I
0: was You're looking never- at their – I was like discuss the reverse apology cam. We're just going
1: to have to photoshop in reverse at the top of it off, on the graphic we already have. Yeah. I think I think the reverse apology cams coming soon on the Raptors. I see them in the playoffs the way they are getting it together now. Right. And they've been exciting to watch. And again, like this is just further example that this year in particular, I've been trying to cool the criticism of the Celtics especially through the stretch because between rotations and injuries and I, a mismatch I don't think center Bobby, position. I don't think-
0: I'm with you. I don't think any of it matters. My takeaways are always Jalen and Jason are awesome and ready to win a title now. I want to see Kemba be better. The rest of these guys are a bunch of Jags and they're interchangeable. And some nights you're going to like them and some nights you're going to hate them. So I don't know if help is on the way this year. You just got to kind of live with it. I think it's hard to, you know, night in, night out. It's hard to, you know, get too worked up over some things because there's no easy answers uh, on on this team right now and on this bench right now. I'd love to see a full roster. Again, I I really want to see that full roster fully healthy with Neesmith having some confidence, Romeo coming off the wrist injury, Pritchard back, smart back. So maybe in a month or so, you might feel better about the rotations. It's going to be really hard now.
1: So I I sent you my grades for the team so far earlier. I... I think there's more quality role players here than you're giving credit for. Smart, I think you can effectively call him a B to start this year. I'd say that's above Jag level. Tice, I'd I'd give him a B so far. I think he's so, that's great.
0: That. You're, uh, you're just counting on them for too many uh, important minutes, and I mainly mean that that rotation of uh, trying to figure out between Semi and Grant and Javante and Teague. There's just a lot of guys, one, one or two of these guys is going to play 20-something minutes every single night, and you, and you don't love that. They're really more 8- to 10-minute guys. I'm not saying Tice. Tice is absolutely uh, going to earn whatever he's going to get, and I don't mind that three-big rotation, even though I want to see more Williams than than Tristan. I'd give Rob a B, too. Yeah. So I, so there's some reliable guys here. I think
1: on the whole, if we're looking at the big picture of this team, even Javante Green and Semi Semihogel are in that like B- minus range. And I know they haven't been spectacular. The returns are starting to diminish a little bit. You're seeing it. They're not as effective as they were a couple weeks ago. Thesis is not a B. <laughs> that actually is how some people say that. It drives me crazy. Huh? I, I, Tice has had like 15 points a game in recent weeks. He's been pretty good.
0: Uh, I think Tice, Tice is exactly what he is, and uh, he has value. You know, did, do I wish he was somebody else? Maybe, but I can live with. I you absolutely can live with Tice for what he brings. You know, I, I think you get you're getting you get the most out of Tice that that you can get. You know, it's
1: in recent weeks as he's gotten more he, used to that. He's wing been better. Role. Yeah. I think he's adjusted to that wing role pretty quickly, too. I think in the last few weeks, he's been close to 40% from three. That miss on the kickout tonight was tough. It's like you look at his percentage in the final two, three minutes of a game, and it just falls off a cliff. You don't want him shooting those kickout threes in crunch time. And if he's out there, he's probably going to have to if he's open, but it never seems to go well. Throughout the flow of the game, though, and I think he did have another one tonight, I felt pretty good about him hitting those kickout threes. So, you know, that's how I feel generally about all the wings. They all have shown to be pretty good catch-and-shoot three-point guys. The defense is irking, mate. I definitely see slippage from Javante and Semi on that end of the floor. And you saw it again tonight. And Jalen, honestly. Yeah. I mean, this team's defense is just
0: infuriating. Jalen's a little in and out, and Tatum's a little in and out. And honestly – you see this happen sometimes, and I, I, it's inevitable. You have young, play, you have players who are still proving their worth in this league. Uh, you know, early on, and you're going to get a night in, night out defensive effort with a few brain cramps along the way. But as soon as you ascend to legit superstar status, and you recognize these games are pretty freaking meaningless, and when when the lights are on, it's my time to shine. You might see some slippage. I wonder if Jalen and Jason are going through that a little bit, which is kind of like. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take up I take some plays off here and there. They're not full hardened but it's I, I don't see the every trip down the floor. Sort you feel of, that
1: with this team as a whole. It's like Tristan Thompson comes here and they almost get a little bit of that Cavaliers imprint from those LeBron years. And how crazy did that drive their fans? Those nights where they wouldn't play defense. Right. LeBron was just floating around at safety, and they were just completely. Uh, freelancing through some of these regular season games. Yeah. You do get a feel of that here. And there's obviously extenuating circumstances that are hitting them. And I think make that uh, more and, adverse on these guys, you know, especially with add, the load um, that they're carrying.
0: I'm going to add too when you talk about crowd, I think crowd helps you pump up your energy on the defensive effort more than it helps your offensive game. So um, that's got to be uh, defense. I know people have been saying has been kind of suffering around the league. I, I don't mind attributing some of that to this kind of weird environment. Because somewhere- Isn't it so
1: – this was the meeting between the 10th and the 12th best defense in the league. Did it feel like that at all? No. So, like, I would have said this was, like, 24 and 26 if I was just blindly watching it. Yep. And that's how bad the league's been. I think the only team that's locked in has been the Lakers on that end.
0: Right. Yeah. And so that's uh-
1: – So that makes you feel a little bit better about it, but not much.
0: Yeah, that's I, I, I. I'm just pointing it out that I see. I think that's a league-wide sort of thing, and it is weird when you're not seeing the defensive effort and intensity you're used to seeing here. So, like I said, I might play that superstar card when it comes to Tatum and Brown. It might not feel as real, so you just don't take it up that extra level. Um, whatever it is, but uh, you know, and again, just the disappointing interior lack of interior defense from Thompson um and he's know,
1: another one like is that what, not
0: getting it from him at all and that's that, a consistent problem is uh the amount of easy buckets they're just demoralizing especially if you do play defense for 18 20 seconds and then you know you, you give give up a an easy bucket down low did, did you see the play where Wiggins just walked right around Thompson Oh <laughs> on the baseline Thompson jumped out at him, and then he was rooted to the ground. And it's the
1: same thing you see again and again with Thompson, just throwing his body at the play and He just happens, ran right happens. out there,
0: dead stop, and Wiggins was like, "Thanks, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go here now."
1: So after that happened, and after his start to the game, I, I tweeted. I think there's a pretty good case that Thompson is the worst defender in the NBA right now, and <laughs> it's not. I know the numbers are just dreadful. Like every every one-on-one matchup he gets thrown into, it's like 60% plus field goal. And whether he switched on to Kevin Durant or even just marginal guys like our Andrew Wiggins, it feels like it's Torch City. And yep. I, again, like, this is what drives me crazy with him. I'm not doing the apology cam yet because I think there's room for growth and comfort and maybe there is just some sort of a, um, you know, floating through these games and uh, trying to get to his full 100% shape health, all that different kind of stuff. But right now, and I'm saying right now, I got some crap for it because, no, he's not the worst defender in the league. You know, if if you're balancing the whole package of him versus Ennis Cantor, it's probably not close. Thompson, you'd much rather have him on the defensive end of the floor. But right now, 16 games in, the sample size we have so far, there can't be many more worst defenders in the league. And, you know, I've looked at the film a little bit. I've read some people on this. There are other things that are breaking down that lead to him giving up a lot of these baskets on the perimeter. The help's not there the way you would like it from Tatum and Brown uh, that we've seen in years past. So there are things that are just funneling down and making his uh, numbers worse individually. But you, if you just give it the good old eye test, John, you see him get torched again and again. You really yep. do.
0: <laughs> it's it, it's as much as anything some I saw someone in the chat say it doesn't look like he's trying I don't think so he looks like physically he's just not he's not quick enough he's not he can't get off he can't get off the ground fast enough and again we know he's not uh you know uh, a stellar athlete but he just looks outmatched um he's just not competing uh on the defensive end uh right now and it's it's uh it's again we we <laughs> We I don't wanna I don't wanna beat him up after after a decent game. Yeah. Um but, but it wasn't a decent game defensively. I thought he was pretty bad on that. Was he was bad got, defensively. He um, got he
1: got screwed on that. I thought he got a good held ball. I think it was on Toscano. How good was Toscano
0: also Grant was minus Minus thirteen, by the way. And again, I'm not all about plus minus. Um, but it is interesting for all of the minutes he played. Uh he had the lowest plus minus. On I one. bet
1: I bet he was a plus in the fourth.
0: Yeah. And that's but all he, that matters. He was the lowest plus minus on the team tonight. Did you see and coming Tice, in and Tice for what it's worth plus 24 Tristan minus four. And again, these are, uh, you know, these are not etched in stone means you take the plus minus with a grain of salt. Um, but again, the Tice minutes felt like the most productive minutes out there tonight among the bigs and, uh, Thompson felt like he was Thompson's little bit of, off, uh, offensive burst offset the poor defense a little bit where I felt he was a wash tonight.
1: Yeah, I wonder if you saw this stat earlier because this is encouraging out of a finish like this. I don't have the Grant fourth quarter numbers in front of me, but on the whole this year, the Celtics top 10 in offensive rating or net rating rather in the first quarter. There's something like twenty sixth in net rating in the fourth quarter, and that's actually been somewhere where the Warriors have looked pretty good. So that's something I was looking for tonight in my preview. I was trying to see – how the Warriors would close versus how the Celtics would close because they've been something of two opposite teams in that category of the game this year, and it went the other way tonight again. Something that's a small sample so far, but this team yeah. has been pretty bad in the fourth quarter.
0: Why let do- me throw let me throw this out there. Um, the uh, I've seen a ton of this on Twitter the last couple of days. Uh, I, I even saw you see uh, Barstool Greeny uh, got tweeted at by Isaiah. Yep. You see that? He's not people, coming back. People have been trying to will the Isaiah thing into existence, and Isaiah tweeted back at Greeny, thanks for trying, man. I've made every effort possible. It's not happening. So, I mean, Isaiah Thomas has pretty much resorted to begging the Celtics to bring him back. And for whatever it is, and people want to know what, whether the dream is alive, you've seen Jeff Teague play basketball, right? We all have. There's nothing super impressive about him. And Danny has still clearly decided that he believes Teague is a better option for this team than Isaiah Thomas, for whatever that means to you. I, I Everyone wants IT. It's a better story. I root for stories, Bobby. I don't know whether the basketball fit is fine, but the story would be phenomenal. Uh, it, but it's not happening.
1: I think it's probably worth more of a thought and a consideration than – some of us have given it. I don't think you stump your nose at a guy who most recently in the NBA was still putting up steady 13 to 15 points every game. But when it comes to fit on this team and what this team needs, they're all set offensively. I, I don't have any gripes with this team's offense, especially when they're fully loaded. And it's not just Tatum and Brown carrying that load, but they have guys that can shoot off of them. Uh, they have good guard depth when they're fully healthy, smart, Pritchard, and uh and uh, Kemba, so it's like, where does he fit in? Do you want to sign Isaiah and sit him three out of four nights? I would be agree. the fifteenth guy on the roster. Like, it's just, it's not fair to him, and it's yeah. not a great way to spend a roster spot. Well,
0: this frankly. is why we talked, and I know you and Mariah did a video on it yesterday uh, about the TPE. Uh, you know, for a guy, for a guy like Redick, which I don't like, I I don't favor. I think it's a waste of that position. But again, it's, I think everyone's eyes pop at, and you're right, Bobby, mine too. Everyone's eyes pop at offense and and you just see who can come in and score the basketball because that's the hardest thing to do in the NBA. And that's what you want. But what this team needs more than anything else is um, a a decent wing uh, who can play a little bit of defense, uh, possibly someone who can protect the rim a little bit better uh, down low and a little bit more uh, – you need a, a defensive-minded guard or two or maybe some more playmaking. The last thing you need is a guy who just dribbles around and shoots a time. You know, like it's just – it's it's not a need. And Redick is fine. He's a shooter, but I don't need another guy that just can't stay with guards coming in there. You know, like I, I'd be – I'd be super worried for, for a guy who's 36 years old who's going to struggle on the defensive end and is having his worst shooting season of his career coming in here and being any sort of answer. But generally speaking, I just don't know that that type of player and an offensive-minded player entirely is what the team needs.
1: Yeah, and you read the tea leaves there, and it does feel like the Celtics are being involved there to kind of drum up the price on him and get the Pelicans another pick. You know, they've been piling picks just like the Thunder and others around the league. They want to get a first-round pick for a 36-year-old who is struggling mightily this year, and it's going to be a tough sell on the market. I heard on the radio early tonight you're scared of Brooklyn and Philly getting them, so maybe that'd be a reason you get them. I hate that approach. No,
0: I don't. That's again. That's what I think is so funny. This, is especially a
1: for Reddit, like Reddick's gonna go to the Nets and or Sixers and tip the scale. And like the he Nets, could go there and not play some nights. Nets don't need that. Yeah, they're not. And it's not gonna
0: them. tip the scales at all. They, they're friggin' fine. They got Joe Harris there, friggin' gunning it. Like what do they? Need? I, I. This
1: is all Pelicans drumming this up because he's done nothing this year. His trade value is minimal. Now, in turn, could you get him for nothing? absolutely nothing that's like what a, i said like You're a like, second rounder in 24.
0: he's a buyer that's what i was saying on our text thread i would take him for nothing absolutely to come in off the bench and knock down shots absolutely and again he would fill the role i guess that knee smith isn't able to fill yet um of a, just a guy who's just gonna come in and shoot and space the floor when you need it And especially if you're going to get so much attention to Jalen and Jason, guys for them to be able to kick out to. I think that that's important. Uh, Here's
1: my question, though. We know how Brad coaches. Would he have played Reddick as the fifth man in that closing lineup tonight or Grant? It'd be Grant. It'd be Sammy. Grant would lead. Yeah, that's true. Situationally, you'd like to have a shooter option there. But you like to have it when you need it. Yeah, um, and what people mentioned about that whole zone thing last year with Miami that gets brought up too, there was something to that. You would have liked to have had a player who can crack open that zone, and that was obviously the thinking besides having a niece. <laughs> Is this the secret Bobby John group chat? <laughs>
0: the, yeah, here's a look under the hood. <laughs> poor, 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 yeah, right. But there, there's pl- again, there's plenty of talk behind the scenes before we before we take it, before we, uh you know. Before, is- we, before we bring it out to to you guys, but there's certain stuff we just
1: can't let Jimmy
0: and <laughs> Yeah, Jimmy was Jimmy was nowhere on 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 the game on the game thread tonight.
1: No, they took the night off in full, which yeah. I, I probably would have opted for tomorrow. I think tomorrow is more of a game to. You know, hit the sheets early than this one was. I I I had fun watching this one. Me too.
0: I I'm I'm all in. I took my nap between nine and ten. I'm all. I was <laughs> I was, was kind of like half dozing before the game started, and then I you know enjoyed enjoyed the hell out of watching the game. Um, Joe Sway's burner asking about Drummond. I want nothing to do with Drummond. Why
1: is this a thing every year? Yeah. Why do do, do I have to send everybody? I
0: don't like this type of center. I don't like this type of player in today's NBA. I don't like it.
1: Oh, he would drive people crazy. Crazy. And I said that about Turner too. And I still think there's some tendencies that would have been frustrating about uh, Turner. But Drummond.
0: Bobby was always that he's not a classic big. He's actually a guy who wants to be a wing, but he has enough size, defends the rim, and it extends the floor for you. I actually thought he was perfect the perfect big for Brad's system. Perfect. I think uh, if he fit in the right way, and you know, I, I was, thought he was an outstanding fit for this, for the what the Celtics are looking for out of a big. That's what I liked about Turner. But Not, Drummond, forget about it. Drummond, I want nothing to do with that type of player.
1: Not only the price too. I know he's All an expiring. I know he's an expiring contract, so that changes it a little
0: nothing. bit. He doesn't give you anything you want. I, I, I don't want anything to do with it. I think his offensive rating is like eighty nine. Josue is still tweeting about the game, and. I was gonna make that rule, Sam, and I was gonna say if you're up and you're tweeting, you're on the show. But Mr. Big Time just wants to tweet to his followers right now. That's crazy. We yeah. could have used them here.
1: <laughs> and this is like it's a little bit of a battle here. We're all trying to one up each other a little bit and you know get the edge on here with our points and takes, and we're all trying to limit the amount of apology cams. So that's why John and I created our side chat, because <laughs> we can't we can't give Joe Sway and Jimmy all the good stuff in the full group chat.
0: No, it's all good. Uh, But, but, yeah, like I said, we'll we'll have the band. We tried to do Nick at night tonight, but –
1: Oh, was he asleep? I didn't catch him much throughout the game. He's probably asleep. Nothing. Nothing. Hey, Super Bowl Sunday. I'm I'm sure that's going to be a good time. 2 o'clock. We'll be on here probably 4.30 to 5.30, so it'll be perfect timing with the the
0: big game after. Joe Sway, (laughs) Joe Sue is disrespecting the garden report, Patrick. I agree.
1: He's really tweeting, huh? That's unbelievable.
0: I don't know. He was tweeting earlier. The guy represents the guy, the guy, he's, he, CLNS Media, Heavy.com. He has, you know, he has obligations he has to. That's hold.
1: true. That's true. Multiple, multiple jobs.
0: Um, I'll throw this one out here from Julian Larry Nance. I've seen that name dance around a little bit. Uh, I don't mind this. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know his salary off the top of my head.
1: Uh, he might be a cheap expiring. I I want to say he's like a ten to thirteen million who's gonna have to be re-signed after the year. Uh, so does it? We've talked about both lines of thinking with the TPE. Are you just taking garbage he's or expired money
0: contract? I think he is in the. I I, I think it might be the last. The, the two he's li- like ten or eleven per.
1: The two lines of thinking with the TPE that we have talked about are: Are you just taking a garbage rental and someone else like Redick? That no, the he's other team here last year. Want. He's
0: in year two of a four year deal. All
1: right, so he's actually a similar case to Harrison Barnes,
0: yeah, where they
1: have three years of money, but it's declining. It's 11, 10, and then nine. So that's yeah. actually even better than Barnes's money. It would yeah. keep them under the tax. I can't say I've watched a ton of them this year, but considering the amount that he's played in Cleveland and how good they've been defensively, I'd figure he's been some part of that. I can defend the four and the five a little bit. So it would add to the crowded front court. I, I don't know if there'd be immediate minutes for him here. Maybe you could figure he'd be better than Grant, but he can't shoot like Grant. So no, I mean, it'd be an awkward no, but, fit. No, his
0: his, his three-point field goal percentage uh, isn't terrible, uh, and it's gone up the last couple of years. He's shooting at a 39% clip this year. A How temp- many a game? What's that? How many a game? Three and a half a game. So he's not afraid All to right, shoot. All right, that's similar to Grant. He's not launching it, but it's it's close there. He's obviously more athletic. He's a little taller. Um, uh, then Grant and I, you know,
1: I like uh, his verticality, they need that. Yeah, I exactly. can get up
0: there around the rim on both ends of the floor. Yeah, so I don't mind that if you're looking for, as again, we talked about more athletic wings, guys who can a- absolutely, he would pl- probably slot in more as a four, um, in, 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 in this lineup here, yeah. uh, which is fine, which I, is I, something they need, they do. So I like that, and again, but then you gotta you're holding the contract for a couple of years. I think you could do a lot worse than Nance. I actually think that that's a decent one. That's the good money too. not expensive. So I don't know why Cleveland wants to get that, to dump that.
1: Maybe they want Tristan
0: Thompson back. Maybe they want Tristan back. <laughs> so Maybe I don't know. That- I mean, he makes sense because like I said, he fits a need and he fits the money and I think he's fine. Um, Barnes. I don't, a lot of people love Harrison Barnes. I, 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 you know, again, I'm, I'm a little dubious.
1: Yeah, me too. And we've seen in his best days, he was someone who limited the Golden State's ability to win that 2016 by being an off-ball shooter type who couldn't knock down those shots in the big moments. And he's only aged since the contract does go down young for multiple years. I think that's what you want out of the TPE. I'd much rather have a guy who you can integrate for years to come, and he is that third wing.
0: He's having a pretty efficient year this year. He's he like he is the
1: epitome of a rock solid wing. Yeah, like he's just. He's good. He's not great. He's not bad. He, he would just fill that fourth spot. Yeah. I'm, I'm not
0: going to say Hayward in terms of their games aren't similar, but again, what you are going to get there is that third wing option to be able to run it like you did when you had the three wings out there last year Uh, when with, with with Hayward out there. so he, you, He's
1: more acquirable than Larry Nance too, I would
0: say. You think but, so?
1: Yeah. Cause I think the Kings are so stacked with wings and, all these different players that they're trying to get minutes to that a guy who has 30 million left in COVID times so where they're trying to shed some salary, their team's pretty expensive for how mediocre they are. I think they'd be willing to dump $30 million in a pretty even trade that Boston wouldn't have to give up too much And Well, it I
0: mean, it's, it's, it, it's a full, that's the full TPE there. That's going to be 20 million, you know?
1: So it would only be matching for this year. Uh, so it would only be what? What is it? Thirteen million for this? Or twenty? It
0: it's but it's it's twenty-two. He's on the books for twenty-two this year, then twenty, then eighteen. Oh, that's
1: higher than I thought. It's
0: high. No, I'm saying he's got he has a real contract. He he made, he made he's that's a real financial commitment. So you got to live with that. So
1: so that's two sides to that. You're paying more, but it'll probably be even easier to get because they want to dump. That's, that's probably a hundred to sixty million. Get rid of yeah. Yeah, so, like, even more to that point that they'd probably want to get rid of that. So, is it ideal? Like, this is going to be the tough part about this. Do you wait? Do you wait? Do you wait for that perfect option? Because eventually this thing disappears. It does. they need help this year.
0: A lot of people are looking at uh, New Orleans as a mess. Um, can you pick the bones off of that one? I know Lonzo's thrown out there. You're not super psyched about that. No. Uh, Steven Adams would be interesting, but I don't know how that would work either.
1: No, not a center. Nance can fit in at that four Adams would be fine for minutes with like four different guys. And like, I, is he too expensive for the TP? I thought he's like 28. His, his contract was ridiculously expensive. So he might not even be attainable with that TP. Yep. Uh, so
0: Adams, I am out on,
1: I yep. like wings. I'm all in on a wing.
0: Gordon I like, Barnes. I like wings. That's even, that's, that's again, I'm not going to go back in the same thing over and over again. But I mean, that's what I wanted with our mid-level. When we when 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 the Celtics signed Thompson, I wanted the I wanted a wing, um, and I was willing to float it with Tyson, uh, you know, with a combination of Tyson Williams and whatever else he could get there. But
1: I don't know if the Kings love Barnes. Again, it's a crowded wing spot there. Healed, his name gets thrown around a lot in this TP conversation. Yeah, we hear
0: Terrence Ross. We hear a lot of Fournier. It's the same names uh, time and again. The interesting thing is most of these are based off of – most of these are, are based off of salary fits and teams that you think are bad, but none of these names are based off of anything that you believe that that team wants to do. Are you,
1: are you still stubbing, stubbing your nose at Horford? I just saw his
0: name come through. I, I, no, I actually – I was saying a, a few games ago that Horford – as when Embiid ate him alive, I said Horford would have been the difference in this game.
1: Depending on who's available, I would think about it. Now – I think there would have to be some sort of quid pro quo there where the Celtics unload some contracts too to try to make it a little bit cheaper. I'm not sure who they would dump necessarily. We all know the lower contracts on the team are pretty cheap anyway, but I think
0: every. Celtics don't have that. It would be Tristan.
1: Yeah, I think that would be the one. Can you make
0: it? It'd be be Tristan and TPE um, for Horford and then that That would be, I guess. And again, I don't we're not capologists here. this This stuff is super confusing. But just kind of guessing it would be some sort of package like that. would you would this team be better there? Maybe. but then so my, all-
1: my my thinking there is the Horford contracts a lot. And I think what makes it more consumable is that the later years are less guaranteed but immediately I'd like to get some relief where you're not getting absolutely nailed with tax. Just Tad Al Horford. If you could dump off yeah. Thompson, his 9 million, that would definitely help. All of a sudden you're just talking about like a net. Uh, what's Horford's like 26. So you'd be talking about like 16 instead of 26 or 17, maybe yeah. that would be much easier to swallow than eating that whole year of Horford that he has right now. Yeah. And again, I don't, I don't care about tax, but I know how it's going to impact them into the future and some of the stuff they want to do in the years. You do have to consider when you're adding on some of these years that Marcus smart is that next guy to come up contract wise. So, is someone you're acquiring? Oh, 27 million on Horford. It's
0: huge. Uh, and LaShawn, I agree with this point. I was saying it earlier. We don't know if any of these teams actually want to sell. You don't know that the magic magic are in trouble now with Gordon Hurt for six and they've they lost faults already. That ship is sinking, but you don't know that they want to sell parts. Per se. So I hey, you,
1: a, you know how I've looked at the TP.
0: A guy gets hurt, it makes it even more
1: yeah. attainable. Josh
0: Jackson, I actually mentioned him as one of my flyers uh earlier in the season. That I would be know. fun, huh? <laughs> huh? That would be fun. I, I mentioned him as a, as 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 when we did our free agent series uh in the offseason as a low-key guy. I would have considered taking a flyer on for, for cheap, 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 cheap.
1: I bet they want to try to keep him. Memphis. I don't know how Memphis let him go. He had a great year in the G League, came up a few times, did some good things for them, and then they just let him slip to Detroit. Uh, and he's played well again there. So I don't think Detroit's going to want to let him go. They're going to try to want to keep him into the future.
0: Yeah. Sam, it's- it might be the two of us, but I'm open to suggestions. If you, wanted to, if, you if there's anybody you'd want us to join, uh, we're, uh, we're, we're open to it. But it might be me and Bobby for one more game.
1: There's some good people in Kingsland if we want to go that direction. I thought obviously- about it. I
0: thought about calling up one of the Celtics guys, but it's uh, it's late. It's late for everybody. Everyone's got stories to file. Yeah. Um, and Zoom press conferences to sit in on, and I felt bad about it. Um, so I just let it go for tonight. But we'll see. We might.
1: We, <sighs> we want get- to get Keith on here at some point, but I- he's a he's a dad. I don't think one one AM's in two AM's in his range either.
0: Hey, I'm a dad. Uh, and with some very small children here who are going to tear me apart in a few hours. But anyway, um, yeah. All right. So I think that's it. Um, the TPE chat always dominates here because I think that's, what's most interesting, but I am excited about a couple of things. Uh, I'm definitely excited, um, potentially for uh Pritchard to return, um, because that could happen. Uh, tomorrow? Uh, yeah. Brad was saying you were in there, right, in the chat?
1: Yeah, and that had been reported. I forget who first reported that. Probably him was back or someone like that who said that was the target date for the team. So it was pretty similar to Kemba. They did a light workout with him yesterday. He wasn't live, but Kemba wasn't live either going into action. So they probably feel good about just getting his legs under him and using the games to get him back in the playing shape.
0: Yeah, so that's um, that would be nice. Um, yeah, I think Celtics certainly – missed him i think all of the um it's perfect timing
1: you know smart the, goes teague, down yeah,
0: with smart out and, and 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 seeing about as much of teague as you're gonna ever want to see i think uh pritchard back will make a make a big difference but also just that spark it's just another guy that does something he's fun to watch um and uh you know it's, it's uh, the
1: second unit role and the the bench looked much better when he was out there earlier in the year and I'm interested to see how he meshes with Kemba a little bit. If they end up starting him, maybe they probably go Teague. I get like (laughs) people lose their mind about the starting lineups. And I did again tonight, but deep down I knew they were just trying to get those Thompson minutes out of the way early and try to rotate in some better things later. You see more than ever this year, the starting lineup doesn't matter at all. Like whatever they start with is probably not what they're going to end with. And, in many games early this year, Pritchard was in that closing lineup. So could you see something like Pritchard, Kemba, Tatum, Brown and a center depending on who's the best center on that night. I think that's a perfect closing lineup for almost any game.
0: Yeah. Um all right, so we'll wrap it up tonight. We do have uh want to talk about our sponsor which we always love is Manscaped again. 20% off your uh your first purchase free shipping manscaped.com. Happy New Year. Manscaped would like to wish you Um, make sure you get, um, get this deal here, uh, lawnmower 3.0, uh, all sorts of other accessories, underwear, a tote bag, um, spray, powder, cologne, uh, all of it, uh, 20% off. Again, we, we talk about this all the time. You need something like this. You got to have something like it. Just get this and get your 20% off. It's a great deal. Uh, so just go and get that as far as everything else is concerned. Uh, that's it kings tomorrow at least the two of us uh maybe more but we'll see y'all suck hey you suck
1: hey we gave we gave him all that stuff and that's how he ends it come on mark what do you mean we gave him um,
0: what to did we one, do what did we do 150 this late in the game 150 a.m and we still need to work after this we're still here and we still got work to do um anyway Uh, No Brockton Wi-Fi tonight. Let's go. Uh, Last thing we'll say again, subscribe to the YouTube channel. You get notified when we go live. Um, Also, all sorts of great podcasts. We've got a bunch of stuff dropping. Did uh, Goodman and Ryan do anything? I'd imagine they'll be Thursday probably after the back-to-back. Yeah? Oh, Thursday. Okay. So we'll have more stuff coming out this week. I think Uh, uh,
1: podcasts will be late this week with the early games in the week. So uh, Celtics beat. They've had some good shows in recent weeks. Uh, we got dome, lots of good Kobe stuff from last week. In fact, I'm all compiling into a bit of a mini documentary right now for Dome Theory that's going to be dropping this week. So be on the lookout for that. It'll be on the YouTube channel too in video format. But uh, Nick, Jimmy, Jeff Perlman, Howard Beck, like we've had a bunch of people talking about Kobe within the last I just weekend. Like
0: the Bobby. <laughs> I Told you, so, John, lots of good stuff. Dome, Ther- Dome Theories, Bobby's pod, it's great. Um, so definitely listen to that. I'll still pump Joe Sway's pod, Causeway Street, even though he's a he's a he's a he 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 dogged us tonight. And Jimmy John's, the Jimmy John's, great work, Bobby. Hey, good job, Bobby.
1: <laughs> thank you, thank um, you. I think these. They're going to get a closer look at uh, John. I'm going to try to rub off on you with some positivity, and I think over the next few games, we'll get people
0: liking you more. Yeah. Uh. Yes, Julian, we can get Bob, but maybe not for these late ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm, I'm not counting
0: on Bob at two. Not these late ones, but Bob said he'd come on a couple of these for us, so we might get it going on. Um, uh, hey,
1: I'll take a week off at some point here after yeah. I log these late ones.
0: We all, need, we all need a break. It, we might do that. Bobby effing Manning.
1: Oh, uh, all-star break. Are we all-star game or makeup games? Like, wh- what's going on there? They're trying to do an all-star game in Atlanta and b- converge everyone together while they're trying to get the schedule right? Yeah. I mean, that's just the dumbest thing they've ever attempted in my recent memory.
0: Uh, I don't know what they're doing with the all-star game.
1: Like it, it's like having a fire in one room and like attending the dinner in the other room and trying to like start more food while there's a fire burning in the other room. Like yeah. I just, I, I I don't get it at all. It seems like a money grab. I, I don't see the benefit of it. I just I I, I don't get it at all. Yeah. Like, is there any upside to that ratings? The All Star Game does better in the
0: ratings in these recent years, so that's probably it. We'll see, we'll see. At least you get, at least you get, uh, at least you get Jalen. Jalen
1: consensus. I was watching NBA TV. Consensus starter,
0: unbelievable. Starter, huh? Yep. The whole panel had him on there. No kidding. I mean, it's really going to come down to him versus Harden. I think.
1: Yeah, and he's been better than Harden. We've talked he about has, that but on I don't the know, show. you know,
0: in terms of voting. But I mean, uh, you look at. The East is pretty locked in um, with every other position, I think. Uh, it's going to be Durant. It's going to be Giannis. Um, Kyrie is usually a strong vote-getter. But that I think that's uh, that swing spot is going to be interesting there.
1: I think he can get it. Again, when Boston needs to rally for someone in the votes whether it's from baseball or this stuff over the years. Like remember taco last year, wasn't taco pretty high up in the voting? Yeah. So, I think they'll rally. But I mean,
0: you're looking at, I mean, Embiid is a lock at center. I think Beal is a lock. I think Durant is a lock and Giannis is a lock. So you're really looking at that last spot, that last guard spot, which you could say. Point guard. Wow. Yeah. Put I him mean, right in a point guard, you know, so Trey young is possible. Uh, Jalen is possible if you called Beal a point and just had two guards and not a traditional point guard. And then the other one would be Kyrie, but his flake out, I think hurts him there. Uh, Taco
1: with seventh and centers. I remember that.
0: Yeah. So, uh, we'll see. All right. So we'll wrap it up. We'll be back, uh, tomorrow night. Thanks again, everybody. And we will, uh, see you actually later. Well, it won't be later tonight. It'll technically be tomorrow, 24 oh, hours, but late.